normal introduction to the show, which is an inspirational moment because it's a bit of a uh, sombre morning today, Ken, obviously in the Irish community, as our thoughts and prayers are with the Hamill family and uh, the safe return of Mickey. Mickey's now been missing since Thursday morning. Yes, indeed. And um, I know that the uh, the Irish community has been actively involved in the search for Mickey in, in the High Park area. So, I mean, uh, listen, we can only pray that this all kind of ends well and that uh, Mickey is brought back to us uh, safely. Um, a number of people have called into the show today as well. Just not really comfortable uh, coming on the show today, which we completely understand and, and absolutely respect. Uh, must be obviously a very difficult time for, for Mickey. But he's been a stalwart in this community, Ken. I've known him for a very long time, uh, particularly through the Gaelic Athletic Association and uh, very challenging circumstances under which we are to do the show. But um, uh, as they say, the show must go on. And, um, you know, it's also, uh, you know, this is, I, I had a conversation or an, an exchange with Michael Keane from the Galway Arms earlier today. And he was just saying about the fact, talking about the fact that if this was you or I or any other member of the Irish community and, and the situation was reversed, God forbid, he'd be, the man, he'd, he'd be the first man I'd expect to see when I'd walk in there. He'd be the man quarterbacking, coordinating everything. And so I just think it's absolutely incredible. I'm reminded about how brilliant the Irish community is to get kind of get behind this and They've been uh, showing up in droves to, to come. Yeah, of I believe there was over a uh, hundred people out yesterday. So yeah. uh, fair play to folks, and and again today too, right? So there's going to be a lot of people. There's uh, meetings that have already happened uh, down at Grenadier, the yeah. restaurant down there. So uh, if anybody else wants to join in, I'm sure that's the place that you can go and, and yeah. uh, check it out. And also, St. Mike's have cancelled their banquet tonight. Yeah. So just to get that out, we'll we'll cover that off again a little bit later. But St. Mike's have cancelled the banquet tonight. They were mm-hmm. going to have their uh, their dinner, so it's uh, it's been cancelled. Yeah, so a long-time member of, uh, of St. Mike's and uh, just a uh, brilliant... He raised a flag in City Hall not too not too, uh, not too, too long ago, Ken. So, um, again, our, our thoughts and prayers are... are and, and we're hoping here for a, for a, for a, a good outcome from this whole thing. And yeah, think, and uh, I suppose, uh, you know, we have to uh, pass on some, uh, some other sad news. Uh, a man that was honoured... Just a couple of years ago, as uh, Irish Person of the Year, uh, John Furlong, unfortunately, his wife passed away while on holidays in in Ireland. So our our thoughts and prayers are with uh, John and his family. Deborah Sharp Furlong was uh, was only forty eight years of age, and uh, she mm. died in a driving accident in uh, in Ireland while uh, wow. she was over there. So again, our uh, our thoughts and prayers are uh, mm-hmm. with uh, with the family. All right. So uh, we'll uh, move along, folks, and uh, and play a track, and uh, we'll be back.
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. Chemfiltravel.com and irishtravel.ca has final call for a superb up to $500 off per couple for all CIE tours of Britain and Ireland throughout 2013. Final booking date April 30th. Air-only deals include May 3rd or 9th to Dublin returning on May 14th, 16th or 17th, $899 fully inclusive, or to Shannon June 3rd returning on June 25th, $849 fully inclusive. And a call to all golfers out there, the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce has the gathering 10-day golf trip to Ireland scheduled for September 20th to October 1st. Call us for all the details or check out kempfieldtravel.com and irishtravel.ca or call us at one 887 0865 or locally at 416-489-2424. Kempfield Travel looking after the interests of travellers to and from Ireland. Right, folks, uh, the song we heard just before that was uh, Lisa Hannigan with a song called Home, and uh, Lisa used to play with Damien Rice. She was his backup singer but has got her own great solo career going on now. And a couple of young ladies that are coming to town on this Wednesday, April the 17th, are Heathers, and uh, they're uh, going to be performing down at the supermarket. It's a great opportunity for folks to come out and see uh, a young and fresh uh, Irish band. uh, There's no cover charge, which is great. You just pay, uh, actually, well, you just pay what you want. Pay what you want. I like that. Same as the Maple Leafs. Yes, exactly. So uh, we'll play a track from Heathers. It's called Forget Me Nots.
Very good. And now, of course, on the line from our nation's capital, the man with the news. It's Desmond Devoy. Good morning, Desmond. How are you? Good morning, folks. Uh, good morning, lads. Uh, we're doing great up here in Ottawa, and uh, it's uh, great to be back here on the show with you this morning. And uh, Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland this week, folks. And here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Well, there was no shortage of opinion across Ireland this week with the news of the death of former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher on Monday, age 87, from a stroke. Not all of the initial reaction was civil. Cricket Ireland says that it may yet take disciplinary action against international all-rounder John Mooney, who tweeted that, quote, I hope it was slow and painful. Mooney has since apologized for the remarks and deleted the post. Other Irishmen were equally short on praise for the Iron Lady. Former Taoiseach Bertie Ahern said that, quote, nothing was achieved towards peace in Northern Ireland during her 11-plus years as Britain's leader. She was good for the UK, but her policies were not good for Ireland, Ahern told the Evening Herald. Former TD Sean Hawhey, son of former Taoiseach Charlie Hawhey, said that he recalled his father once saying that, quote, he could not believe how dismissive she was of her ministers, which, coming from him, was saying something. Other Irish leaders were more diplomatic. President Michael D. Higgins said that he was, quote, sorry to learn of the death of Lady Thatcher. But as a former Labour minister, he could not resist the dig that, quote, she'll be remembered as one of the most conviction-driven British prime ministers who drew on a scholarship that demanded markets without regulation. Taoiseach Enda Kenny called her a, quote, formidable political leader and reminded voters that she had signed the Anglo-Irish Agreement in 1985, which ultimately led to the Good Friday Agreement. However, while the North First Minister Peter Robinson noted that he did not always see eye-to-eye with her over the signing of the agreement, he reminded voters that she later called the deal one of her regrets from her time in office. Robinson called her a transformative leader, quote, undoubtedly one of the greatest political figures of post-war Britain. The entire country is indebted to her for all that she has achieved. Sinn Féin President Terry Adams, however, did not hold back on her legacy, saying she, quote, did great hurt to the Irish people. He also struck out against her domestic record, where, quote, working-class communities were devastated in Britain because of her policies, and accused of her 
accused her of prolonging the troubles, embracing collusion and censorship. Northern Ireland's Deputy First Minister Martin McGuinness called on nationalists to resist celebrating Thatcher's death through a tweet this week, <clears throat> excuse me, writing that she was, quote, not a peacemaker, but it is a mistake to allow her death to poison our minds. Despite this, a crowd gathered in Derry City to celebrate her death, waving tricolour flags at the famous Free Derry Corner in the Bogside. Crowds also gathered on the Falls Road in Belfast on Monday. In crime news this morning, a 50-year-old woman admitted to murdering a completely innocent man sitting in his van on the first day of her trial this week. Rose Lynch confessed to being a member of the Continuity IRA and to killing David Darcy, 39, a father of two, in November 2011. The Limerick woman has since been sentenced to life imprisonment by the Special Criminal Court for the murder and 31 years concurrently for the CIRA membership. Ms. Justice Elizabeth Dunn said that the evidence was, quote, crystal clear that Darcy was wholly innocent of any criminality, like the murder of a CIRA commander, which Lynch believed. Darcy had just had survived a brain tumor just before his murder. It was revealed during impact statements. Dunn noted that Lynch, a mother of four, had not expressed any remorse for her crimes. Well, it was a busy week in Irish history, starting with the end of the Gaelic Athletic Association's infamous Rule 27 on April 11, 1971. The rule banned all GAA members from playing or watching non-Gaelic games, which included rugby, soccer, hockey, and cricket. Also this week in Irish history, April 10, 1998, was one of the most famous days in the 20th century for Irish history when the Good Friday Agreement was signed in Belfast. The agreement restored Northern Ireland's own assembly and the Republic dropped its constitutional claims to the north. April 9, 1981, saw hunger striker Bobby Sands elected as the MP for Fermanagh and South Tyrone in a by-election. He would later be the first of 10 IRA hunger strikers to die at Longcash Prison. On April 8, 1941, the Blitz came to Ireland when the Luftwaffe bombed Belfast in the first of a series of three raids. Thirteen people were killed that night when 800 incendiary bombs were dropped on the dockside area. Well, in sports news this week, mark your calendars. The Football Association of Ireland announced that Ireland will be taking on world and European champion Spain at Yankee Stadium in New York City on Tuesday, June 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The game will finish off a busy season-ending period of games for Giovanni Trapattoni's men, starting with a friendly game against England at Wembley Stadium on May 29th and Georgia at Dublin's Aviva Stadium on June 2nd. Then it's off for another World Cup qualifying game against the Faroe Islands on June 7th. Trapattoni said this week that the team is, quote, evolving and showing a lot of promise. And finally from us this week, getting back to our top story, the song Ding Dong the Witch is Dead, sung by Judy Garland from the 1939 movie The Wizard of Oz, has become the oldest recording ever to enter the Irish Weekly Top 40, aged 74, premiering at number 33. The BBC, meanwhile, has said that its own Top 40 show on Radio 1 this weekend will only play a clip of the song out of respect to Baroness Thatcher's family. RTE Radio, however, has said that it will not ban the song, and it was played on 2FM on Friday. A spokeswoman said that while the song was not part of its regular music rotation, quote, our DJs are free to play it as they see fit. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland this week. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Ken Tracy, Mark O'Brien, and Alex Young. So until next week, folks, Slán foil.
yourself to me Show Okay, folks, we have a guest joining us here on the line, all the way from Ireland. As everybody is aware, the gathering has been well promoted over the last year um, in uh, 2013, trying to lure lots of people back to Ireland to to celebrate. And um, recently here in Canada, um, actually on a tour, I believe, of North America, I'm sure he can elaborate on that, is a gentleman by the name of Dr. Walter Kerwin. He joins me on the line, and he's going to tell us a little bit about one of the biggest gatherings that is taking place during the gathering, and that is the part gathering in County Waterford, a very powerful name. But uh, joining me on the line, Dr. Kerwin, how are you today? I'm great, Mark. Excellent, excellent. Where are you calling us from today? 
Pardon? Where are you calling us from today? I'm calling from my kitchen in Dublin. <laughs> very good, very good. So, Walter, um, I know we promoted this a little bit on the show while you were here in March and we weren't able to connect, but uh, I thought it would be a great opportunity to kind of give you the floor and, and give us all the details on this big event. And um, it sounds like a lot of organisation has is, is gone behind it. So can you give us a little bit of a Reader's Digest on this one? I can. Well, first of all, the timings. It's on from the 31st of May to the 4th of June, the Whit Weekend mainly in County Waterford, but will extend into neighbouring counties like South Tipperary, Kilkenny and Wexford. Uh, it's anchored on the connection between Ireland and Canada in connection with the powers. Power is the most common name in County Waterford, but it's also the most common name in eastern Newfoundland, where we reckon there's about 6,000 powers. And of course, plenty of those moved on to places like Toronto, and you have people like Mike Power, the editor of the Toronto Sun, you have Tim Power, who's often on television and, and so on over there. So that was why um, I went to Newfoundland and Toronto to promote it there in February, as well as to Boston and New York. Wonderful. And, and uh, Walter, what's your own connection, personal connection to this? Why, why, why you? Well, in, in the Taoiseach's office uh, for many years, I was responsible for Northern Ireland policy. And um, as a byproduct of that, I laughingly say I was responsible for North America because... <laughs> a lot of what our Taoiseachs did was to do with Northern Ireland in North America. Uh, one of our Prime Ministers signed an agreement with the Premier of Newfoundland way back in '96, and we, arising from that, we started a festival every second year between uh, South East Ireland, which is the place that migrants went to Newfoundland from, between South East Ireland and the Irish parts of Newfoundland. We go every second year. This year we're due to be in Newfoundland, but we didn't like to be exporting people only when the government is encouraging us to import people for the gathering. So we decided to put on this Power Clan gathering as an extra event. Wonderful, wonderful. And so, I mean, I know we're only about, what, less, you know, six or seven weeks removed from the event. What type of commitments have you got at this stage? We're or how is it looking? Quite, quite a lot of uh, commitment. And uh, we had hoped that Newfoundland would be our anchor tenant because of all the powers there. And that's proving to the case. But we have a lot of interest from Canada as well. There's going to be a very enjoyable programme, a feast of music, sport, tours, historic talks, we have a voluntary DNA project, we have a battle reenactment between the Powers and the O'Driscolls and the, uh, the citizens of Waterford reenacting a battle that happened in the 1300s. Originally oh. the Powers, of course, were Normans. They came over with uh, King Henry II in the year 1170. And uh, before that, of course, they were Vikings in Normandy and, you know, the DNA traces have traced them all the way back to Scandinavia. So if you come and if you're a power, you can find out where you fit on the power DNA and the power family tree. Fantastic. Well, my, my money's on the powers and that power, power versus Driscoll tilt there, just to be honest with you. Yeah, and uh, another example, like we ha we're, we're piggybacking on Tremor Races, which is always on at that time of oh, the year. Right. And Paddy Power, the bookmakers, are sponsoring a special power chase for us in the, at that race meeting. So visitors will have the opportunity to get a flavour of an Irish race meeting. We'll be visiting lots of houses and castles that are associated with the powers, and some of them are still lived in by direct descendants of those powers who came over from Normandy in 1170. We'll be kicking off at Dunhill, which is a small village about 10 miles out east of Waterford, which is regarded as the place of origin of all the powers in Ireland or from Ireland worldwide. And uh, the powers set up a castle there around about 1200. And um, we'll be starting the festival in the shadow of that castle. 
Wonderful, wonderful. Well, listen, uh, maybe one more reminder, if you could, um, uh, well, Walter, uh, for that. The best reminder I can give is that there's lots more information about it on our website. Perfect. It's easy to, it's easy to remember. It's www.powerclangathering.com. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, listen, a fantastic initiative, and uh, I wish you the very best of luck, Walter. And sorry we couldn't connect when you were in town here, but uh, glad you had a chance to plug it. It's not only open to powers, of course. It's open to anybody connected with powers or anybody who's not connected to powers who wants to have a good time in a great framework. Uh, 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 It'll be the most enjoyable thing, and everybody's welcome. Great stuff, uh, Walter. Thanks very much. It's Ken here, and you know we'll put it on our uh, our website, which is SaturdayIrishRadio.com. So you can uh, you can pass that along to any folks too. Uh, we'll get that up and and the word out for you. Many thanks, Ken. All, all right, all the best. All the best, and uh, enjoy the rest of your Saturday. All the best. Thank you. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye. Good luck. For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabin can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabin is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. You can't beat the Irish and you can't beat a bit of home when looking for quality Irish goods. For over 10 years, our massive selection, convenience and service have made a bit of home the choice for shoppers across Canada and the USA seeking Irish quality and uniqueness. But don't just take our word for it. Drop into our store at the Tompkins Shopping Centre at the corner of Rathburn Road and Tompkins in Mississauga. We're open Tuesday through Sunday for your convenience. If surfing the net is your thing, visit our online store open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at abitofhome.ca. Celebrating 10 years of quality and uniqueness, a bit of home, purveyors of Irish and British goods. Jim, can you believe it's been 20 years since we opened the Clara House? Thanks to our loyal customers. Nora, it's gone by in the blink of an eye and I don't feel a day older than when we started. Although you have a lot less hair. (laughs) That's true. Our road certainly did take a different turn. I never thought that we would be manufacturing the finest selection of Clada and Celtic jewellery in the country when I came here 43 years ago as a hand engraver. I know. I think back to the small handful of designs we started with, and since then you've come up with so many great ideas. Well, I must admit, I have come up with a few beauties. You can see all this wonderful jewellery in our showroom at the Clara House, right across from the Eaton Centre, at 211 Young Street on the second floor, suite number 201. We are just south of Shooter Street, north of Queen Street. You can reach us at 416-366-1247 or email us through our website at clara-house.com. The Galway Arms, located at 840 The Queensway, is your home away from home in Toronto's West End. To get the entertainment and sports lineup, call the Keane family at 416 251 0096. 
or go to www.galwayarms.ca for all the details. And this weekend at the Galway Arms, a couple of big Gaelic football tilts taking place tomorrow. At 9 o'clock in the morning, we've got the, the, the National League semi-final between Tyrone and Kildare. And at 10.45 in the morning, we've got the second semi-final taking place between Dublin and Mayo. Um, also, uh, the Keane family did ask us to pass along the, the fact that their thoughts and prayers go out to the Hamill family during this uh, difficult time for them and this time of uncertainty. And of course, a good segue into our next guest uh, along the theme of uh, Gaelic Games. Joining me on the line now is from the Toronto Camogie Club. Uh, we committed that we would have uh, helped the ladies from the, the uh, Camogie team do a, a, a live draw here. Unfortunately, they couldn't join us in studio today, but we'll try to arrange that in the future. And one of the players is on the line here, and it's Trish calling from um, the Toronto Camogie Club. How are you today, Trish? How are you keeping are you there? I am. Ah, uh, yes. Sorry, I couldn't can hear you. Can you hear me now? I can indeed. How are you today? We're good. We're good. Thanks very much. I'm just here and I'm joined um, by Katrina Mulcairn, who's also on uh, the committee. Uh, Heather Walsh, um, who's another team player. And we have Ray Joyce, who's going to pick out the tickets for us. Wonderful. Well, listen, I, I did notice on your um, Facebook page this morning that you had cancelled your training and that you're participating, or at least some of your players are participating in the search for Mickey and uh, an honourable thing to do. And um, yeah, I'm we, sure it's we, well appreciated. Yeah, we thought it was um, an appropriate thing to do. So we've had a lot of the girls out this morning uh, joining in the search and giving us flyers. So um, our thoughts and prayers are with this family at the time and we just hope he, he's found very shortly. That's great, Trish. That's great. And you're from Limerick? I am. I'm from just outside Adair in County Limerick, yeah. Outside of where? Adair. Adair. Oh, very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Spent yeah. a lot of time in Limerick, Trish. Okay. okay. So um, are you going to, uh, you have a couple of witnesses there. Has the draw yeah. been made or are you about to make it? No, we're just about to make it now. So uh, we're going to ask Ray to choose uh, the tickets. Who has a Ken has a drum roll here? Do you do you have a drum roll? No. We have a drum roll in the studio. No, we don't. There, can you hear that? <laughs> okay, okay. All right, give it a draw there, and uh, we'll announce and I'll let you announce the name live, and uh, we'll 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 go from there. Okay, so um, the winner of the first monthly draw for the Toronto Camogie Club ticket was sold by Maria Maria Reardon, one of our members, and the winner is Colin Lorden, a huh. fellow Limerick person. So that's great news. <laughs> oh, no, that. This sounds a little bit dodgy now. Uh, no. <laughs> no <it's not>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colin yeah. Lorden is the winner. Yeah, um, but, uh, congratulations to him. And what does he win? Um, he's after winning a thousand dollars. Oh my god! Club. Oh, to befriend so him to sometime. Be a, there's going to be a draw every month, and it will be a thousand dollars every month. And tickets are twenty dollars. We're only printing hundred and fifty per month, so you have a great chance of winning the money um, if you purchase. Well done, Tricia, and well done to all, and uh, best of luck there for the rest of the day. That's fantastic, and I okay. guess we'll uh, we'll see you for the next draw. Yes, definitely, and thanks very much for having us on, Mark. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Have a good day there. Okay, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Okay, wonderful. Well, I think we're going to get into a little bit of Joe Dolan here, um, one of my favourite lads. I keep mentioning the fact that I used to caddy for the man, but this is a, the song kind of reminds me a little bit of what you ask of me, which is more and more. But I think it's also a, a good lead into a guest who could be joining us here in a little while. Yes, it is indeed. Yeah, we'll chat about that now. I mean, you know, it's, it's what I ask of you. It's not always what I bloody well get from you, is it? Huh? <laughs> anyway, we'll chat about uh, that when we uh, get our guest on the line. But uh, right now, yeah, let's get into a bit of more and more and more.
Yes, folks, more and more and more. And uh, we hope with the, the gentleman that we have on the line, we'll have more and more and more of him for many years to come. <laughs> we want to uh, congratulate Hugo Strani on 25 years on radio. I believe you celebrated that a couple of weeks ago. Hugo, how are you doing? Very well. Thank you very much, Ken. Thank you, Mark. And Alex, all in the studio there. How's everybody? Great, great, great. Uh, we're, uh, yeah, it's just uh, good news to hear that you've been on for uh, for so long. You know, if you can make it another 25 years when we have this thing maybe going 25 years, you know, I don't even think I'll be talking to Mark in 25 years' time. <laughs> well, look, we, we were supposed to get together, and I, it's, it's very rarely that you two have been together for a while, so... Once you're together for a couple of weeks, uh, I'll have you on the air. So, but anyway, Ken I'm, and Mark, I'm out. Uh, I was at Hyde Park there about quarter to eleven, just before your show started. And uh, I, I have a bit of mixed news for you here from uh, the Mickey Hamill update. Uh, they, they got an update. Uh, young Michael got an update uh, to say that uh, there was a possible sighting of him in the Spadina and Queen area yesterday at a soup kitchen downtown. So. It's kind of moved into the core now, anyway. So that's, right. that's where the people are out now, kind of looking, you know, and kind of shifting and possibly spot them. And so it's it's a kind of bit of mixed news there. So we're still hopeful. Very good. Yeah. Well, uh, the the hope is good is a good thing, right? And uh, keep the uh, the thoughts and prayers will be going for sure. And and fair pity if we've been out there on the search. And is there anything uh, you know from your side that we can tell people? You know, if they want to join in and, and stuff uh, like they that? Can, they, they, there, is, there is a kind of, a, the, the, the Hamill family have set up a kind of a command post at the Grenadier restaurant at, in High Park, and uh, Michael is there uh, with some family members, and they're handing out some leaflets, and they're, they're starting, they, they planned a little grid operation to go into the downtown. Some people are heading out to Danforth, uh, Danforth Avenue. Uh, some people are heading to downtown. Some people are heading a little bit of Midtown. So and um, some people are heading down to the ACC Centre tonight for the garden. So they're just keeping every possible option open uh, because this sighting uh, it was it, it seemed to be a bit reputable. So that's 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 exactly where they're heading. Good, right? Okay. Well, uh, yeah, our, our thoughts will be with the family for sure, and and uh, a bit of hope is always always a good thing, right, Hugo? Indeed, indeed, indeed. Kent, how's the, are you getting used to being uh, media stars yet? Oh know. yeah, yeah. No, it's it's it comes very natural to the two of us. To be honest with you, Hugo, I have a question for you though. I mean, twenty five years. Um, I can't imagine I'll be talking to you either. By the way, in twenty five years, but over the twenty five years, is there any one guest or moment that comes to mind as something that was just that was, that was the best? Does it? Does anything uh, jump out? Not, not, not really, Mark. Not. I, I've had a lot of great guests on. Look, we enjoyed a great night last night, and funny is funny is funny. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Tiernan was. You know, a true professional and funny is funny, whether it, whether it's a bit crude or not. Uh, I, I, the only guest that I've had on two weeks in a row as a visiting kind of celebrity in the city is what I consider the quickest guy of a of a comeback uh, and, and comparable to anybody, and that's Brandon O'Carroll, Mrs. Brown. <laughs> he, he's for, for me. I think he's the quickest guy on a comeback ever and I you know he does stand out but there's been lots of people uh, you know so it's it's you know I, I, my son just asked me that a couple of weeks ago uh, what's your best show hopefully it's my next one ah good man good answer good answer for sure well we look forward to listening to many more Hugo fair play to you and uh, you're a great man in the community 
It's great talking to the second best dressed man in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the state of him today, Hugo. <laughs> we will not say who the first one was, but uh, anyway, listen, are you going out the same way you came in? <laughs> very good, very good. I love can it. I ask, can I ask the both of you what what you thought your highlight was last night from uh, the double T? Uh, I think uh, probably our highlight was actually meeting him afterwards. Yeah, uh, yeah seen the photograph. Nice one. Yeah, we had a we had a great chat with him afterwards. He he was very accommodating, and uh, but uh, yeah, the show was brilliant. It, it's probably hard to pick any one moment. I just I didn't stop laughing the whole way through well, it. I was, you know, you know what I loved? I loved his kick at you two. What's yes, that? Yes, yeah, well, yeah. had a good kick. That <laughs> was brilliant. Yeah, I think I, I liked well, the Polish the references. Uh, were were kind of funny <laughs> as well. I have to say. Yeah, the other the other one I liked was Big Tom. Who said when he comes out on stage, he looks like nicotine and earwax? <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you one thing: if if people uh, get offended by us talking about different counties, they shouldn't go to Tommy Tiernan because he covered oh. most of them, didn't he? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what: he's got Donegal down to a T. He does. He? <laughs> he does. Sure, he does. He does. Well, I guess. I guess the highlight of the night was the lady from Awfully Smoking Outside. Yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> it had to be. I, I, it had to I be. None of the three of us could give that joke away, but it is a classic. It is a classic, is right. <laughs> yeah, sure. He came all this way, huh? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, listen, isn't it nice to be able to? I mean, it's a challenging circumstances under which to do the show, but it's nice to be able to smile and you know, laugh a little I, bit. I, listen, lads, you're right. And I, I met Eddie Brett on the way out last night, and I said to Eddie, "Did you enjoy the show?" And I, we remarked, "You know, it was nice to have a laugh. What's going on?" Yeah. And, yeah. and let's hope that this this. Uh, uh, the, the search for Mickey Hamill is resolved sooner than later. Let's let's hope that it all comes to a, hopefully a happy ending. Fantastic. Absolutely, good stuff, Hugo. Thanks a million for joining us, and uh, many more years we'll be uh, looking forward yeah, to listening to you. I look have one of your tracks. That, I look forward to you in that new show, Closet Makeover. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to play one of your tracks right now too. Thanks, my friend. Good all to right. talk to you. All right, here's okay. here's Noreen Bond. Here we go. There's a spot in old Tirconnell There's a wee house in the glen Where dwelt an Irish colleen Who charmed the hearts of men She was winsome Fair and haughty Shy and graceful As the fawn Neighbors love That widow's daughter Happy laughing Noreen Bond Then one day there came a letter With her passage paid to go To the land where the Missouri And the Mississippi flow So she bid farewell 
next morning at the dawn fresher, smoother Guinness draft, we will employ the methods of theater of the mind. Okay, imagine that these coconut shells are the hooves of horses representing the surging beauty of a pour of Guinness. And maybe this cowbell could represent the stunning cascade of smooth... You know, forget it. Why not just pick up a pack of Guinness draft on your way home and see for yourself. Guinness draft. Drink Guinness responsibly. Here we go, folks, with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. And we mentioned it off the top of the show today. St. Mike's 48th Annual Banquet has been cancelled due to the Mickey Hamill situation. So that's uh, some, some news on that. Tomorrow, Sunday, April the 14th at 3 p.m. in St. Paul's Basilica at 83 Power Street. That's just one block east of Parliament, St. Paul's Toronto School of Irish Music with the Ireland Fund of Canada present a Sunday afternoon spring concert celebrating 10 years of musical education in Corktown Regent Park, featuring the children of the music program, their teachers, guest musician Barbara Taylor, and the Irish Choral Society of Canada. Tickets for adults are $20, seniors $10, and children 12 and older $5. Children 11 years and under are free, and tickets are available at the door. Reception following uh, the Basilica will be in the Basilica Hall. Parking is in the schoolyard east of the Basilica. And info, you can give Narita a call at 905-881-5012. The Westmeath Canadian Association will be holding their annual general meeting at the Rose and Crown Pub, 2335 Young Street, just north of Eglinton. That's starting at 3 p.m. tomorrow, Sunday, April the 14th. All members, please attend, and any new members are welcome. Also on Sunday, April the 14th, there's a fundraiser for the Brampton Irish Centre. It's The Gathering. Doors open at 2 p.m. Food's available all afternoon. Entertainment by Michael Kelly from 2 to 4 p.m. Fiddlesticks from 4 to 8 p.m. And Irish dancers will be performing throughout the day. 
On Wednesday, April the 17th, Heathers will be in town at the supermarket. That's at 268 Augusta Avenue in Toronto. Tickets are available at the door. And as we mentioned again, folks, earlier on, you can't beat it. It's pay-what-you-can policy, so go on out and enjoy the young ladies there. On Friday, April the 19th, the Toronto Rosa Tralee Selection Ball at Atlantis, Ontario Place. Tickets are $125, and that includes full bar. And if you go there, not only will you see Hugo Strani, who we had on the show performing, but you'll get a glimpse of Mark O'Brien, who's one of the judges. So uh, go on out and enjoy that night. Also on Friday, April the 19th, there's a Euchre tournament at the Irish Club of Mississauga, which is on Ridgeway Drive, north of Burnenthorpe. Registration is at 7pm. Cards start at 7.30pm sharp. It's a $10 entry fee. April the 26th, Toronto Irish Set Dancing Club will hold a set dance from 8 to 11pm at 823 Manning Avenue in Toronto at the Russian Orthodox Church Hall. For information... Please give them an email at realblast at yahoo.ca. That's or double e l blast at yahoo.ca. Music is by Ina O'Brien and Rose Griffiths, and the caller is Angela Bonche. Saturday, May 11th, Mayo Person of the Year dance is happening at Le, Port, uh, Le Treport Banquet Hall. Entertainments by Hugo Strani. Information can be got at 905 567 0445. Sunday, May the 26th, the Irish Clatter Club of Barry and Innisfil Annual Heritage Day is in Innisfil, Ontario for a fun afternoon of Irish and Scottish music. Dancers and vendors give Renee a call for information at 705-431-1087. And the Ireland Fund of Canada Day at the Races will be held on Friday, May 31st at Woodbine Racetrack. It'll be a trackside tent. Lunch is at 12 p.m. and the first race is at 1 p.m. Tickets are $125 and proceeds will benefit Celtic Studies Programme of UFT. Real Blast Irish Set Dancing Weekend. Toronto Irish Set Dancing Club will hold a Real Blast Irish Set Dancing Weekend featuring Pat Murphy from Ireland. He wrote the book on set dancing, and actually he has. He's a couple of books out, so you want to pick them up as well before you go. The weekend includes three free Kayleys, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, plus two workshops on Saturday and Sunday. And as if that wasn't enough, there'll also be Irish an Irish music session on Saturday at lunchtime. Everyone is welcome to bring their instruments. On Friday, May 31st, it's the Welcome Kayley from 8 to 12, and the music by will be by Inish Owen. June the 1st, it's the Set Dance Workshop from 10 a.m. to 12.30 and from 2 to 4.30, music by Celtic Crew. June 2nd, there's a workshop at 1.30 to 2.30. And the Farewell Cayley will be from 2.30 to 5.30, music by Cabbage Town Cayley Band. And again, info at realblast. Uh, sorry, realblast at yahoo.ca. Saturday, June the 15th, Ireland versus Canada at BMO Field, 8 p.m. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster, and you can uh, keep tuned in, folks. We're going to have lots of the players on over the coming weeks. And also, in um, June, June 20th, it's the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce 20th Annual Golf Tournament. It's the Brian Dolan Memorial at Nobleton Lakes Golf Club. Information at 416-621-7373. And for more information on Guinness Community Calendar events, please go to our new website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. That's it for the Guinness Community Calendar events, folks. 
good, very good. Lots going on still, Mark, in this community. There is. That's a, that's a big calendar, and uh, I just wanted to give a big shout-out. My mammy is here. My mammy arrived oh, from yes. Ireland uh, on Tuesday, picked her up at the airport, and um, she's over spending some time with uh, with my aunt and uncle in Scarborough. Uh, my aunt Lena is uh, recuperating over there, and my mammy's a nurse. So uh, it's a perfect alliance over there. But I just wanted to do uh, a big shout-out to her over there. Oh, absolutely. Welcome to town, Mrs. O'Brien. Yeah, Great yeah. to have you back. So uh, you were on your own last week, and we got a lot of fan mail. I noticed one thing about all the fan mail that What's had in that? common was everyone had the surname Tracy in, a, in ah, the fan mail saying you did a great lights, job. Huh? I think we dropped a few listeners after that. Go away or that. Um, you know, speaking of uh, requests and stuff, we have to uh, send a shout-out to Eleanor Toole, who celebrated her birthday this week. 21 again, I'm sure. Uh, best wishes from the Mayo Association. And they'd also like to send out uh, best wishes to Monica Mullen uh, on a speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, uh, the other folks too, uh, Mark, I don't know if you know, but uh, the uh, folks from TIP were awarded uh, some I stuff. saw that. So, yeah, which, uh, so a big congratulations out to the uh, Toronto Irish players. They uh, were... Um, given some nominations for Best Set Design for Mm -hmm. uh, Bernie Hunt and Lucy Farrell and uh, nominations for Best Debut Performance from Ian Gavin Mm -hmm. and James Phelan. That was uh, Translations. And Midden, their most uh, recent play, there was a nomination for Best Ensemble for Cast and Crew and uh, a nomination for Best Lead Actress for Barbara Taylor as Ma. And then not only a nomination but a win for Best Supporting Actress for Sharon Taylor so congratulations, Sharon. And she's also, I think, on the uh, committee with you for Rosa Tralee, which is great. She's judging with me. And um, I didn't tell you about last week was incredible. Um, so enjoyable. You know, I expected these ladies to have this really strong kind of competitive thrust to uh, to what to what's going on. But all great friends. And uh, I would say that it just kind of surprised me the, the degree of camaraderie versus competition that, that yeah. exists there. But um, very, very difficult decision. And... Um, uh, we uh, all will be revealed on Friday. I have to plug it. It's a very important uh, event on the calendar, Ken. There are tickets still available. Um, it would be fantastic to see people um, uh, commit to this this week. And uh, Aaron does absolutely, Aaron Horgan does a tremendous amount of work to keep this afloat. And um, next year is the 50th year, so it'll be a great setup for a spectacular year next year. So. Ah, that's wonderful. Yeah, Yeah, great. Yeah, folks, get out and and support that event. And, of course, it's Masters weekend. Oh, I'm second last in my pool. Oh, God, that's terrible. Tiger dodged a bullet today. He did indeed. And hopefully uh, Rory will uh, will pull through because uh, Pork didn't make the cut. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's our only hope. He's our hope. And well, uh, listen, uh, we're going to sign off here and uh, listen, our best, uh, our, our, our hopes and prayers are, are with that news that um, are with the, with the Hamill family, obviously. And yes. We hope that that news that Hugo shared with us um, is, is, is a positive thing. And yeah, yeah, the best, absolutely. The, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, our best wishes go to everybody there. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll sign off the show with a fella I was at uh, his concert in Hamilton this week, Leonard Cohn. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant show. Yeah. 78 years young and... Uh, this is Leonard Cohn with uh, with closing time. Slán agaibh galar. Slán.
programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430, CHKT, Child Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions